On today's insights, should you build your marketing campaign around a theme? You can be more human on social media. And what are job seekers asking about right now? Insights is brought to you by Haley Marketing. Right now, we're offering two great deals. First, Google Mastery, where we'll get you to the top of search results and on more than 2 million websites in Google's advertising network. Second, social visibility. That includes custom blog writing, our award-winning social pro service and reputation management service, plus free videos and free monthly social media training for your staff. To learn more, give us a call at 888-696-2900. This is Insights. Welcome to Insights. Tips and best practices from the insiders at Haley Marketing. Insights will provide you with the tools you need to master your social media, digital marketing, and employer branding. Your hosts for Insights are Brad Biley and Matt Lozar. What's up? This is Brad Biley and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment in digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, almost 90 degrees in Buffalo as of recording. How are we doing today, bud? We got July 4th weather on Memorial Day weekend. It Can was you even ex- believe it? No, because uh, no, no pools. I mean, we're just, we're doing the best we can over here. It's like you're on vacation at the beach where you have to, you have to shower at the end of the day because it's, I know. you're so hot out there and doing the best we can to enjoy this, this early summer. I'm going to be honest. You will not hear me complain about it. I can't stand the winter. No. I'm a whole new person. I was talking to a client today, actually, Matt, and he said, Brad, how you doing? I said, John, I'm not a very negative person at all. I am a completely different human being in the summer. I don't even know who I am anymore. I am so positive. I'm, I'm outside. Matt, I used power tools last weekend, bud. It's incredible. You know, Buffalo in the summer is a great place to be. Matt, let's get to the show. Let's go. Matt, we hear this question asked quite frequently with clients throughout the staffing and recruiting industry. Should you build your marketing campaign around a theme or should each of your marketing initiatives operate and exist on their own? You know, for me, Matt, if I can get us started, I do think that your marketing should revolve around one consistent theme. You should intersect what you're doing on social media with your website with your direct mail, with your email campaign, so you have consistency and continuity. And Matt, on Insights, we say time and time again, always start with your why and identify why you're doing something. For me, it's consistency and continuity. You want your audience to know the message that you're sharing and the message that you're saying, regardless of what platform they're seeing that messaging on. I think the consistent brand will definitely help It's like, even just take a step back to your company name, your company logo, your colors, that's going to be consistent everywhere. So we want to carry that through. And, you know, even thinking about what we're doing, we've done at Haley Marketing for a number of years, you know, smart marketing has been a very heavy theme. And we carried that through. And in thinking about this segment, we kind of have this base and then we, we shoot off of it. You know, that, that overarching theme is there, but then maybe for a three-month, six-month, 12-month period, you kind of have a corollary of that. And then you pivot again just because, you know, it might get stale or, you know, the entire employment market flips at the snap of a finger. So the consistency of the brand helps, 
to keep you top of mind in front of your, your prospects, your clients, your customers. And I also think it can help with your internal team because if you're staying consistent and on brand, that message is going to help them to know what the company is pushing and then also what their talking points should be. Matt, can I say this? I think having a theme with your marketing makes it easier. If you know that we're going to push smart recruiting for 2020, now everything that you do is about how you as a staffing or recruiting firm make recruiting smarter, right? How you can help other organizations. If it's maybe, maybe it's your 20th anniversary. So you're, you're having that play on 20, right? And it's 20 tips every time you do something, it almost makes it easier. You're front loading that creative thought process so that as you're coming out with different ideas throughout the year, you know that they all have to be in line with that theme, but they all have that consistency and continuity. It kind of goes back to company values too, right? If you know what your company values are, decisions are easy. So if you know what your company brand is and that theme is, those decisions are going to offshoot it pretty easily. And then we talk about it a lot internally in our leadership team. It takes seven times for a message to come through. Correct. And it can also take a number of times, you know, even more to help a a consumer message get through a, a B2B message get through. So you have to continue to, to pound away with that message and be consistent with it. And then if you have, consistent consumers of your content, they're going to know your message because you've heard it so much. And I go back to somebody like in the entrepreneur world, Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, we listen to him for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, you know what his talking points are because you've heard your speeches. Same thing like with you, Brad, when you have your, your speeches, you know, you're out there talking about the roadmap or some other, your, your personal branding. I know what your message is because I've heard it so much. It's the same thing with a brand. You know what that is because you're being consistent with the same points each and every time. Yeah, and if you're thinking, okay, we're a local staffing firm out of Buffalo, New York. Why would we need that theme? Why would we need that you know, branding? Matt, from a recruitment marketing standpoint, you need to be unique. You need to be different than your competition. There needs to be a why should I, Brad Biley, work for you instead of somebody else? You know, there's competition all over the place. So having these themes and having this messaging is a great differentiator when you think about the fact that unemployment went from record low to record high practically overnight. Now more than ever, you need that differentiation or the candidate has the advantage to go, frankly, wherever they want. Obviously, once Buffalo, New York opens up, but the candidate has the advantage there. Yeah, and that theme consistently comes through and that's, that's what's important and it, it's easy to, to chase something different. But I think that theme, because you do have to differentiate and staffing, it's very hard to differentiate if it's recruitment marketing side, if it's the new business side, you know, one thing that you can really stand out for, what is it? And then build your marketing around it, build that theme around it and use that to to reach new candidates, to reactivate old candidates, to nurture those business leads, and to really develop those relationships to, to work them down that, that marketing funnel or that, you know, the awareness, interest, attraction model to get them to the point to that action to where they're taking that next step and you have a business meeting with them or you collected their application. That's the goal at the end of the day is to use that theme to get deliverables. At this time, we'd like to welcome on Kristen Wackelchuk, Digital Marketing Advisor with Haley Marketing Group. Kristen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. 
Kristen, why don't you go ahead and tell us what it is you do on a daily basis at Haley Marketing and really how you help our clients on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm a digital marketing advisor and what I do is help implement digital marketing strategies for our clients. So blogging, social media, and newsletter. And you also have a, a pretty critical role in Haley Marketing's marketing, running our internal social media as well, right? I do. Lots of fun. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show. You have a great blog article coming out on HaleyMarketing.com in the near future. And we wanted to tie that article to this segment and how you can be more human on social media. Kristen, we're going to give you the floor. If you think about social media and putting together a social recruiting strategy for a client or even in the staffing and recruiting industry, why should the industry be more human on social at this time? Yeah, so I think this is a fun concept, telling humans to be more human. Um, but if you're thinking about in a time where we have limited in-person connection, how can we use um, social media to close that distance between us? How can we bring the value of face-to-face -face interaction to social? And then on top of that, how can you show that there is a person behind every post? Um, sometimes I think companies tend to get caught up in messaging that we forget the true value of social media, and that is building connections and relationships. So with this idea of being human, how can we add that personal touch back into our marketing? As far as, you know, a trend would go, I think right now, real is in, fake is out. You know, what I mean by that is people don't want to deal with a company that has a fake front. They want to deal with a company that is genuine, authentic, and is showing a real side of, you know, their company and their employees. So how do you bring that, or how do you find tactics to bring that human side into marketing, that personal touch? I've been out speaking a, a few times sharing my personal branding talk, and there's a quote that I use in that presentation by Mark Schaefer from his book, Marketing Rebellion. It says, be more human. No matter what happens next, if we use that as our constant guide and filter, we'll be okay. The most human company wins. And, and Kristen, I couldn't agree more. If we think about staffing firms, recruiting firms across the country and how they can stand out from the noise right now, it's being more human. So if you think through the why, it's, it's to showcase who you are as an organization. You have that human touch. If somebody's reaching out to you to do business with you, they feel like they know you before you're just picking up the phone and saying, hey, I, I really need help placing XYZ Canada. I need help filling this order. It's more, you know, hey, Kristen, how are you? You know, how was your weekend? How was whatever, right? How's Rochester? It, it's having that conversation and having that human connection. Kristen, if we were to think through what staffing firms might do to make their social more personal, where should they get started? Let's get to the tactics. Yeah, sure. So first one off the bat, go live, either on Instagram or Facebook. Going live allows your audience to see you and hear you. And you want to be doing this consistently. So maybe for you, that's once a week, once a month. Whatever that is, doing it consistently, going back to you know segment one earlier where you're talking about having consistency throughout your marketing, um, here's a chance to do that. And the more you do that, your audience is going to feel like they are building a relationship with you. They're going to feel like they get to know you. You are, now have become a familiar face to them. And that turns into trust, which is huge. 
And I love the thought of going live at the same time every week, right? Everybody knows that Jeopardy is on at 7.30 every single night. There's consistency in that. We're doing the exact same on social media, right? By saying we're going to be live every day at 1.30 p.m. or every Friday at 1.30 p.m. There's consistency in that repetition so people know to come back. It's an awesome idea. Exactly. Um, yeah, Gary V, huge for doing that right now. He, he goes live all the time at the same time, every single day. You know it's coming. Um, but, you know, looking at a great example that I, I've seen lately of people going live, teachers. So they're going live, reading books to their students at home. What an awesome personal touch. They don't have to be doing that, but they're taking that extra step to connect with their students who I'm sure are missing them at home. And, you know, what does that look like for the staffing industry? Maybe you have a new interview process. It's virtual. It's safe. You want your candidates to hear about it. You go live. You talk about it. You know, maybe that calms them down from their point of view because safety is a huge concern right now maybe they're more likely to apply and go through that process now. Or maybe you have great jobs that you wanna talk about. You go live every Monday and you talk about these new jobs that you are hiring for. And you know, then you can showcase these jobs in the best light possible. Matt, do you know of any staffing firms right now from the recruitment marketing side of the house that are maybe going live to showcase those job advertisements? There's one that we work with that's that's doing it weekly. Um, I think it'd be a fantastic idea. It, what I would suggest for a staffing company is we have to think about what the market needs right now. And if you're targeting candidates, there's a lot of candidates, right? Unemployment, the highest since World War II or Great Depression, whichever metric you want to follow. And you could prove value to get the best candidates by helping them with that job search, helping them with how can they get a job? How can they get the job they want? Since competition is going to be insane for the best jobs, but staffing agencies want a top grade talent and get the talent that hasn't been available for 10 years. What can you do to help those candidates be ready to become presentable to your, to your clients at the end of the day. And it's, it's not a direct ROI the first time you do it, the first seven times you do it, the first 17 times you do it maybe, but it's like with content marketing, you have to play the long game. And in the recruitment marketing space, that's what candidates need right now. So how can you share your value as a recruiter to them for when this job market flips, whether it's end of July or if it's quarter three, quarter four, you know, you prove that value, built that relationship. So they think of you and you can fill the job order down the line. Kristen, anything else in terms of being human on social media? We talked about going live on Facebook. Maybe it's through Twitter or if you're lucky enough to have it on LinkedIn, going live and having that weekly show. What else could a staffing or a recruiting firm do to have that human touch on their social media. Yeah, so kind of tying into going live, you have video as well. So maybe, you know, you don't wanna go live. Video is another great option. If you don't like it the first time, delete it and do it again. You know, you have that option there. Um, For this, you can do recruiters, you can do introduction videos. You can get on and do a quick one minute video to introduce yourself. Um, Say, hey, I'm Kristen. 
this is my, this is how long I've been working, you know, something like that. Just introduce yourself or you can do interview questions once a week. Get on and say, hey, here's a common interview question and then maybe leave your email address so or number if, you know, people want to reach out to you because they have questions about how to answer that interview question or want extra assistance. There you go. You are offering um, that extra assistance. That is a nice personal touch. Um, and I would love your insight here, you guys, because I know you post uh, a lot of video content. Something I often hear from people is that they don't know where to start with video content. They are nervous to see themselves at the end or they don't like the sound of their voice. How do you get past those speed bumps? I'll jump in. And one thing we, we said, you know, we're, it seems to be name drop day, but Brian Fanzo would say, just press record, just press the button. And that's one area I think can really help or one thought process. And, you know, you said, Kristen, it's okay if you make mistakes because you can try it again. And I, my personal big belief here is to talk about a topic you're very knowledgeable about. And that might sound basic, but the reason I firmly believe in that talking point is I've watched people stumble when they try to recite that 30 second, 60 second, five minute, 10 second, 10 minute speech. When you just have this endless knowledge bank of information to pull from, you have your main talking points, but you have enough to pull from it so that it's not exactly the same every time and you're comfortable talking about it. And that's where I think are two areas that can really help get someone more comfortable with that video recording process and posting it out to social to essentially the world. Yeah, for me, you got to get started. And if you're hesitant about video content, it's recording yourself three to five times, watching those back without ever pressing and, and taking those live on social media, but just watching them in your camera roll. It's looking at what you might do. Maybe you have a, a small you know, tick or a mannerism that you don't like. Work on that and, and perfect it over time. Nobody's perfect when it comes to content. And the quest for perfection is only going to hinder you from actually publishing that content. So for me, it's recording it, it's releasing it, and it's getting that feedback. If, if you, like Matt said, are adding value and you're talking on a topic that you're knowledgeable, knowledgeable about, you should be able just to run with that. You know, you wouldn't, it, it kind of goes back to high school, right? If you're giving a, a presentation, you wouldn't get in front of a room if you don't know the topic, right? You, you want to present on what you know because it's easy for you, you're comfortable. So I would do the exact same with video. Kristen, I want to thank you for coming on Insights and sharing your insights with us. If you want to read Kristen's article on how to make your social media more human, you can check out HaleyMarketing.com and visit the Ask Haley blog. Kristen, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. What are job seekers asking about right now? If you had a crystal ball and you were thinking, what are job seekers asking right now so that I could create the best piece of content, the best resource for them? Well, this is frankly the segment for you. Matt, you shot over a great article as we were about to record this episode of Insights. It was so great that we wanted to talk about it ourselves. And if we think about what job seekers are asking right now, well, that'll fuel your content marketing. It'll fuel your social media. It allows you to be a resource for your local environment, your local community. So Matt, why don't you tell us, what are job seekers asking right now and where did the data come from? There's been a pretty good article bouncing around the 
recruitment marketing employment brand space for the last week, and it comes from a company named JobPal that has a chatbot on you know a number of high-level companies. You think McDonald's, Airbus, and the data from 600 inquiries into those chatbots was from candidates. And if you think of a chatbot, it's almost like going to Google, it's just a little more instantaneous almost, you're going to chatbot on a website. And the data that really stood out and why it was getting a lot of shares around the industry was 47% of the inquiries were about what did you do to your, your employees when COVID-19 really hit? It wasn't about, you know, 23% were about, you know, how can I apply or can I still apply? So basically twice as many inquiries were about, at the end of the day, your employment brand and what you do for your team when the biggest real, you know, global pandemic hit the world for the first time in 100 years because that's what matters. That's what people want to see. And we're getting that real data of people wanting to know how, they, how a company helped its employees was basically twice as important as can I apply for a job. That's the what's in it for me, right? If you're thinking about applying for your next job and if I could put myself in the role of the applicant, what's in it for me? If I can be a warehouse associate in location A or I could be a warehouse associate in location B, again, what's in it for me? You know, why you over the local competition? And, and Matt, I think this question and this framing, it, it solidifies that. It's how did you help your employees when COVID-19 did, did strike and did come and, and how will you move forward? You know, how will you take care of me, my family, my health as we move forward? If I had a recommendation of building off of Brad's point of what's in it for me in the job description, a lot of things are going to be similar right now. It's safety. That's what's standing out. And Pay is going to be pretty similar. If you could find a schedule, you know, those can stand out. But what are you going to do to protect me when I'm on my shift or when people come into, if I'm working in hospitality down the road or if I'm working at, you know, a McDonald's or anywhere, what are you doing to protect employees preventing it? And then if, you know, the work site does have a case, what are you doing to hopefully prevent that spread and to protect me? Or what if I get sick, what are you doing to help me? I think that's great content to put out on your blog. Those are great FAQs to publish. Those are great social posts to run. That's an incredible email that you could send out to applicants or candidates. That's a whole, Matt, to bring this back full circle to our first segment, that's an entire marketing campaign about how you're going to rebound after COVID-19 and make sure that you're putting the health and wellness and well-being of your individuals and your associates as a utmost top priority. It's a build off of Kristen's theme from segment two, real is in, fake is out. Like there's nothing more real than your life. People might dance around it because they're not proud of their benefits or maybe they don't know how they want to, if they can help people out and that'd be a shame. So what can you do to kind of be a leader in your space? Because a lot of the jobs in the staffing industry are going to be in high touch areas, in enclosed areas where ventilation might be a question and you know, PPE and masks and all the buzzwords we know about, what are you doing for your team? Because people are asking about it. We see it in chatbots. I'm sure Google search trends support it as well. I think we even talked about it a couple of weeks ago on Insights. The traffic for, for remote and work from home jobs are up 
600%. So people don't want to go anywhere, but if they have to, how are you keeping them safe? Real is in, fake is out. That was a great line in segment two and, and shame on us for not mentioning it when Kristen was on during segment two. I think we might call this show that title. I, I love that title, but if we think about it, real is in, fake is out. When it comes to your employer brand, what makes you you? What makes you unique? When you think about your marketing campaign, back to segment one, what is your key differentiator? How are you the absolute best in what area are you the absolute best and how can you stand out from the competition, stand out from the noise? When we think about social media, how are you real? How are you showcasing the personnel that you work with, your team? What makes you unique? What makes you you? And Matt, this example here, how are you taking care of your team? How are you taking care of your associates during COVID-19 and what's your game plan moving forward? Let's say it one more time. Real is in, fake is out. That's our show. And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts. Have a question for us? You could tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking or email info at HaleyMarketing.com. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we would love to help. You can check out HaleyMarketing.com to get in touch with our team of marketing educators. For my podcast partner, Matt Lozar, this is Brad Biley. We'll see you next time.